Barbie. Welcome to Mina Mind Podcast. Well, I feel like at this point, it's time for us to talk about Barbie. Literally everyone was going crazy about it around the world. And I had some thoughts of my own from this experience that I would like to share. But first of all, as usual, like what we do in this podcast, I'm going to go back in my life for a bit. Well, I was on a run again. I was visiting my parents before school starts. And to be honest, I have so much going on in my head about school. Firstly, I'm not an early bird. I don't like to wake up for something. Like it doesn't matter even even if it's a doctor's appointment or a meeting. I just don't like to wake up for something. When there's a strict time for me to be there, I usually feel like don't playing by the rules. And about this, my mind usually freaks out about the fact that I am going to wake up early because I work as a freelancer and I almost took two years of break from my university. And I feel like I gave so much effort to be able to plan my days as it is and as I want because it's something really intuitive for me to figure out what I want to do the next day or this week. And I also talked about this in our intuition episode, if you want to check it out. So as an artist, I don't like my days to be the same every day. Another thing is that I don't like to wake up early. Because whenever I do, even though I got enough sleep, I feel so tired in the morning, also the rest of the day. Sometimes I don't want to sleep early as well. But more honestly, I can't go to sleep earlier. My mind usually keeps me busy during the night, thinking about all the things going in my life. Also, I usually find myself worrying about the future or the past. I feel like my mind kind of tries to put me in a box and keep me there, like stuck in a moment, you know. Even if I try to sleep, like go to bed, close my eyes, maybe let some tension go, My brain kind of understands, obviously, that I'm pushing it to shut down, so it pushes back stronger. And after like 40 minutes or so, I'm usually finding myself at a point that I am more stressed out, that I can't sleep. There are some days I can't even go to sleep till I pass out. I am aware that this is not something healthy and I'm working on it. Whenever I try to sleep, my brain thinks that it's losing control. So it doesn't wanna let the lead take him by sleep, which all humankind do. We need sleep to reset our day and everything so we can start a new day with a fresh mind and body. I am kinda controlling about my surroundings. I usually want the things to go not at all rather than not going by my way. So when it comes to an event in the morning that I can't control the time of it, I'm usually freaking out. Because not just I feel like I'm losing control, but at the same time I feel like an authority put on me. I know this can sound a bit arrogant, but I swear this doesn't happen with my friends, like the people I care about, because we usually find a middle ground to meet at a point, you know. But I can't do this with a with a higher authority like university so it got me thinking that have i always been this way 
I remember when I was younger, I loved rules. Rules were my go-to. I was that stuck up bitch who everyone kind of felt a little uncomfortable around her. When I was younger, around primary school, I would wake up on my own, have my breakfast on my own, and I would wake one of my parents up so they could drive me to school. I always want to be on time. I could be like never late. And I remember I would make a big fuss out of it that I want to go to ballet classes earlier. And even if I was a little late, if I, even if I was gonna be a little late, I would make a big scene out of it. I always want to be perfectly on time. And I don't know, maybe this is something about like ballet classes, you know, because ballet is a hard disciplinary, so it kind of pushed me in a way to be like perfect. And when I was thinking about all this stuff, I remembered another obsession of mine, Barbie. So shall we talk about Barbie since there's a new movie and they literally started to promote it two years before the release day. So everyone will be so excited and can't wait to watch it. I want to talk about my Barbie obsession for a bit. When I was five, six, you can even see it from our cover art that I'm wearing a Barbie dress. I was obsessed with Barbie and everyone was around me because I had like light brown hair and I was a tiny little girl. They would call me that I look like a Barbie. And not just because of this, everything about Barbie was so cute and colorful and those have those objects and little tiny clothes to play with it. So during that time, everything in my room was pink. My curtains, my bed sheets, and my rug was Barbie themed. Also, my school uniform said Barbie on it, like I was labeled or something. During that time, I cherished the fact that everyone was telling me that I look like a Barbie. But to be honest, this wasn't right for grown-ups to do. Because for a little girl at that age, I was idealizing a doll to look like her. It kind of captured my whole world during that time. I wanted to have perfect hair, perfect shoes, and perfect looks like Barbie. I remember I would practice how my hand would look on an armchair side if it look, looks like a princess hand. Since these were the topics I have seen during my childhood in children movies, you could see Barbie brushing her hair a hundred times to have that perfect gold yellow straight hair. Even though Barbie was created both brunette and blonde haired, there was only one favorite Barbie who was vulnerable and had princess-like characteristics. I actually have another memory about this. I remember I would buy these Barbie magazines and there was this story about Barbie moving into a new house and she would see a bug. She starts screaming, so she's calling her so-called boyfriend, Ken. He's coming to rescue her. One day I was going to school. It was really early. I opened the door of the apartment and a bug got in. 
So I started screaming. My dad was like, why are you screaming? It can't hurt you. And also, you have to know how to deal with these kind of stuff when you grow up and when you live by your own. And I'm very thankful for my dad to putting those words for me because later on, I even had a tarantula as a pet, but it's whole another story. I feel like to be more clarified, we should really check on Doll's history and how it evolved to this day. History of Doll says... I will put the references in the description so you can have a closer look. A doll is a figure of human being or sometimes of an animal, used more often as a children's toy in magic and religious rituals. There are some documents that prove that dolls were used in ancient Egypt, Greece and Rome. They were made from materials that were kinda that were available like clay, stone, wood, bone, ivory, leather or wax. There are several types of dolls but I really want to keep the focus on fashion dolls since Barbie was intended to be one of them when it was created. DollEdition.com says the first written record describing these dolls is the 1300s with the Queen of France communicating with the Queen of England regarding a collection of Pandora dolls she was sending. For hundreds of years, these fashion dolls were like traveling salesmen, used as a marketing tool or a diplomatic gesture. The miniatures could demonstrate changing fashion trends and extend goodwill from one ruler to another. Sometimes a collection of Pandora was sent out for the details of coffer alone, which was ever-changing and increasingly theatrical in the French and English royal courts in the latter half of the 18th century. As I've learned from my fashion studies as well, these Pandora dolls were kind of the start of the fashion, you know, the idea of following trends and seasonal wardrobes. Another major change happened during 1880s in the fashion doll world. It will be introducing Bebe. For the first time, French dolls were created as children for children to play with, which kind of allowed for children to act like parents. Also gave a place for children to choose what to wear rather than being extended version of their parents. But there is a big elephant in the room. These dolls were made as babies for children to play. So because of the society and how the rules are working during that time, actually a lot of children were girls at the time who were playing with them. After the World War I, balance of power kind of started to change. Regardless of gender, everyone fought for their land, so women became stronger in the society and they started to be more active in the industry. So patriarchy wasn't really happy about it and companies started to produce these dolls, also action figures for boys to play with them and they kind of had these aggressive objects with them, like guns and stuff. By marketing the dolls with divided genders, they accomplished to get into homes, also in the children's head. Coming back to Barbie, Barbie was founded on 1959 by Ruth Handler. Time magazine says 
Handler drew inspiration from her daughter, Barbara, who would play dress up with paper dolls. She would eventually name her iconic doll Barbie after her daughter. Handler had already co-founded Mattel with her husband in 1945 to sell picture frames before they pivoted to doll furniture and, eventually, other toys. But when she pitched the idea of an adult-looking doll to the company's executives, they balked. No matter, no mother, they argued, would buy their daughter a doll with breasts. The idea stalled until 1956, when, on a European vacation, Handler saw a German doll called Bill Lilly in a store. The doll was based on a comic strip about a peanut with voluptuous figure and was designed as a sexy trinket for soldiers during World War II. Handler brought one of the dolls back to the U.S. to prove to Mattel's designers that they could produce something similar. Everything aside, behind Ruth Handler's idea was to create these dolls to show girls they can be whoever they like and they could express themselves as they like. However, when we think about the inspiration which was taken from Bill Lilly doll, she was created to please men during World War II. So she had these tiny little waist, pointy breasts, with a swimwear which was considered sexy at the time. It wasn't until 1965 company created Astronaut Barbie to give some variety of job descriptions for girls. Actually, first Black Barbie was produced on 1968. I believe producing one type body shape caused majority of girls to want to be skinnier, sexier, more beautiful like Barbie. Let them thinking that whatever they do in the industry, they have to have a beautiful face and body so they can survive. And actually, I was one of those girls. I would think that if I would look like a Barbie and be beautiful, I would be accepted and successful. I feel like the intention of creation Barbie was right at the beginning. But it got lost during the way by beauty standards, so Barbie lacked inclusiveness. While looking at the Barbie movie 23, they freed Barbie getting stuck in the vision which was given to it. But even in 23, they still chose the favorite one, tiny little waist, pointy breasts and perfect looks. They promoted it this way. So based on this, I believe even though they want you to look however you want and be whoever you want it still depends on how you are valued in society and for me i realized the effects of wanting to be like a barbie during my childhood to this day like i had so many qualities but there was a little girl inside who was thinking that her looks matter so much for her personality. Whatever I do, I wanted to look pretty. I wanted everything to be perfect, not just by playing by the rules, but also by the looks. So it took me so much of my time to perfect my looks because I was thinking this was the way to go with it. This is why growing up, I was distracted by the fact that I wanted to look like a model while I was doing whatever I want. This caused me so much pain. And maybe it even led me to abnormalize authority this much because it was related to everything that I was fighting for. My mind usually forced me to get in a box when there are no limits to be whoever I want. 
since I took so much time to get away from this mindset and heal myself, I'm actually having a fear of if I will follow some rules and if I will be strict in a way, I will fall right into it. Because that little girl still thinks that she is beautiful like a Barbie if she plays by the rules. For all the Barbies out there, let's break the rules and write our owns. Because we are who we are, no matter what we do. And we are in this world to realize how precious we are just being ourselves. So if you watch the movie, let me know what do you think of it. Thank you for listening to me and spending your time with me. Love, Mina.